Blog Talk Radio. Hi there. Welcome to Real Metaphysical Talk. My name is Joan. I am your hostess with the mostess. It is a brand new episode on this May 14th, 2015, and today we're talking about that life's roadside assistance crew, those angels. Yes. Something we haven't talked about yet. I thought, you know what? We kind of poke in and pause and say, you know, we don't like to have the spotlight on us. However, I felt it was time to be discussed. I think the news needs to be shared. The information needs to be brought to the forefront so that we can, you know, spread the word a little bit, remind people that everyone is has someone there at their shoulder, someone watching over them. And so tonight we'll be talking about angels, or today, or this episode. But I want to welcome everyone and hope everyone had a decent week. <laughs> We've all survived. Let's um, three cheers for surviving so far in this life. We're still able to breed. We're all st- we are grateful for the things that are happening in our lives. Sometimes we may not be agreeing with what we have happening, but we before. The angels are there with us now. Okay, so let's see. Where are we at? A couple things happening. On the 18th in four more days, maybe less than four more days now, Mercury, our favorite planet, is going retrograde. Until, let's see. I know I hear you yelling it out. June 11, 2015. What does that mean for you and I and our friends around us? It means a few things. First of all, that I'll be posting a little bit of this information on my Facebook page at Real Metaphysical Talk. If you're a Facebook follower or a Facebook person, want to follow another group or page, follow me on Real Metaphysical Talk. Or if not... Feel free to log in and have an account on Blog Talk Radio, and you can follow along there as well. All right, go back to uh, Mercury Retrograde, May 18th, June 11th. We're already feeling a little bit of uh, restraint, a little bit of miscommunication, a little bit of uh, muddy waters, so to speak, where things it's not so much they're not appearing as they seem. The communication is not clear. Mercury, the planet of communication, the planet of electronics, the planet of um, things moving along, can feel like when it goes backwards, so to speak. I say so to speak because it appears to us as going backwards, and really it is the way the Earth is spinning. I know I've discussed that before. Check previous archived episodes. But with this Mercury retrograde, what we can have, what we can at least think about is this the perfect time to take a breather. We should all be feeling, or could be feeling, overwhelmed with so much information. We've got too much going on. We're trying to figure out a direction. Mercury retrograde happening a few times throughout the year allows us to take a breather, change our perspective, look at our situations look at our um, friends, look at our family members, look at our choices in a different light and make an educated decision about what we have going on. 
I don't have specifics as to what's happening with each sign and who it affects and what it affects and how long and what you should be expecting, but go ahead and use your Google, find that out. But what I do want to say at this point is Mercury retrograde happening on the 18th, and we also have a new moon happening. And I think I lost track of when that Taurus new moon is happening. Let me flip screens here. We've got the new moon happening Sunday, which will put us at the 17th. So the 17th, we've got a new moon. We've got the 18th, Mercury retrograde. Okay, Taurus is very stubborn. It's a very slow and methodical sign. I always, everybody just associates Taurus with being stubborn. Well, okay, not a problem. But new moon times signify new realities, thoughts, ideas, and planning. What's great about this, because they're almost happening, well, they're happening one right behind the other. What, what's great about this, it is with the Taurus new moon, and the new moon being new thoughts, new realities, ideas, and planning, retrograde, the Mercury retrograde is telling us now we've got our internal assessments, for our review. With this three-week retrograde period, we can come out of this with brand new fresh ideas that were introduced by the new moon on the 17th. With the retrograde happening, then we can turn around and go, okay, so we have the new, our new ideas. We can say, all right, now how can we make those happen? Those three weeks of retrograde can help us make the decisions, make the choices, see our choices better, continue to make discussions happen to make our choices clearer. And we can get through and move forward. And when, after June 11th, we'll be able to push forward again with our decisions and sail on to better places down our path. So, typically, Mercury retrograde, no large purchases, I'm sorry, no large purchases, if I can get it out, no signing of important papers, of course. That's the typical, what people like to think. When, what I believe is when Mercury is retrograde, we want to be very methodical in our thinking, very slow and steady. Make sure we've crossed our T's and dotted our I's. Make sure that we have everything in order. Think of what could possibly happen and, like, be prepared. That's how I look. Be prepared for and be flexible for change. Because with Mercury retrograde, we need to be ready to not so much make permanent decisions, but see, like I said, see it from a different angle. All right. So, speaking of seeing things from a different angle, angels. Yes. Again, something we haven't talked about here on Real Metaphysical Talk. But I'm going to give you the basics information, uh, the basics about angels, probably some items that you already know, uh, just basic summaries, and we can get into details about certain specific angels. Now, angels are all around us. I want to give you that. There are, of course, the nine choirs of angels. I'm not going to get biblical here. I won't be doing any quoting. But I just want to provide the information so that you can make your decisions. The angels are beings, light beings. They're vibrations. They can be seen. Some documentation states that uh, specific angels have been seen. They, brought, they are messengers. 
of God, of spirit. Um, they are one, they are a being, and I call them a being, actually agreed upon by, I believe, all religions. There are nine choirs of angels. Of course, we know that the first choir of seraphim, second choir being cherubim, and then the third choir of thrones. That's the first triad of the first group, first um, first group. Where are here we are. We also have the dominions, the virtues and the powers, and of course the principalities, the archangels and the angels themselves in that specific order. Now, not only are they called not only are they called triads, but they're also called spheres. They're grouped into spheres. The seraphim, cherubim, and thrones are grouped together as the highest group of angels. Seraphim are also called, or can be called, the burning ones because they are the closest to God and radiate pure light. They are angels who constantly sing God's praise, and it is their duty to regulate the heavens. Cherubim, we often picture cherubim as those chubby little babies with their little tiny wings. Um, They are sent really to guard the gates of Eden, to guard guard the gates. They were... uh, originally depicted as bearers of God's throne, as charioteers, and also as powerful beings with four wings and four faces. And, of course, lastly, of that first sphere is the thrones. The thrones are called the many-eyed ones because they have the duty of carrying out God's decisions. They are often seen as burning wheels, fiery wheels. Now, I know um, there have been depictions of a fiery wheel, a fiery circle coming to, as a vision coming to people as spoken in the Bible or in various stories. That would be the thrones. Now, in the second sphere are the virtues, the powers, and the principalities. Now, the virtues. We all know, I'm sure we've all heard of the virtues. They are the angel of grace who brings God's blessings to the earth, usually in a form of a miracle. They're usually called the bright or brilliant or shining ones and associated with acts of heroism, and they bring courage to us when it is needed. The powers, their job is to prevent any of the fallen angels, of course, from keeping or for, from taking over the world and keeping the universe in balance. They're also they're also depicted as like the angels of birth and death. And then of course the principalities. The principalities are the guardian angels of cities, nations, um, rulers. They're the guards of against invasion of evil angels and those fallen angels, of course. So, of course, here we are. We've gone through six of these ranks. And, oh, wait a minute, I did skip one. Dominions, 
Oh, I believe it was the Dominions, because I jumped right down, and I was in the already third sphere. Let me go back up to the Dominions. Dominions, virtues, and powers. I am all over the place today. But I thank you for your patience. Dominions, their job. Their job is to regulate the duties of other angels and ensure that God's wishes are carried out. They're like um, little managers. You know, little work leads that are running around and making sure everybody's got their job done. We want to make sure that everything's in order, everything keeps going. Because there's no stopping. Their job is never complete, actually. So they're, you know, as long as they're continuing their work, keep things moving. Keep the keep progress flowing. And, of course, I've already mentioned the virtues and then the powers. So next, I mentioned the principalities being the start of the third sphere. Then the archangels, which, of course, probably the best known of all the angels, as well as the regular guardian angels that we know of. The archangels have their own specific that they carry out, their own orders. They are they have specific areas of interest that they have that they're working on, that they're honing on. These archangels carry God's most important messages to the humans. They have the go-betweens. And not to say that the other angels don't exist, but they're not exactly the ones that can come down and speak to us. And I'll talk about angels speak shortly. But they also carry the command of God's army of angels in of course, a constant battle. So they're constantly fighting the fight of good and evil. Archangels um, usually are the ones that are that those communicators with us. They can come in various forms. And then, of course, lastly, the last rank of angels, which is angels, basically, the celestial beings that are closest to us humans. They act as our intermediaries between the Almighty and humanity, often called guardian angels. Now, there have been many shows, ancient aliens, I'm, I'm thinking of one of them in particular, where they had a, uh, they did have a an episode where they went into detail talking about documentation of the Elohim. Elohim has been described as being angels. Do your research, people. I want you to look this up. Elohim. If I can speak today, man, it's beyond me. Anyhow, (laughs) the Elohim, larger beings, giants. The discussion is, are these angels? Were these angels way back when? Were they aliens? Are we speaking about angels that are actually aliens? We don't know. Continue to do your research. There's so much information out there. Now, like I said, the archangels and the angels are the ones that we have the most contact with. We don't necessarily come in contact with principalities, powers, virtues, dominions, thrones, cherubim, or seraphim. But they are there. They're different levels. The reason why we don't have contact with principalities on up is because their vibration is very different. Each level, angels, vibrate at a different level. Of course, with their job, if, if the seraphim and cherubim came and brought us a message direct from, as, as light, direct from God to us, we would either be blinded or um, 
the pitch would be so high it would render us deaf or actually probably kill us as a human being. The vibration, just by basking in the glory of light, it's too much for us in our in our being as we are now. That is why we have the archangels and the angels that come to us that bring us messages. We can hear them. We sometimes can see them. We see messages that are left. Guardian angels can contact us. You know, loved ones can contact us with pennies, but so can the guardian angels and the archangels. And you know, feathers. Feathers that are found um, around you, whether it be walking in your car, in areas where you feel like there wouldn't be a feather, you mysteriously find one, there is a sign that your angels are with you. You can speak to your angels just as I'm speaking to you right now. You can ask them questions. They may not always answer you. They will only answer you when... Uh, I don't want to say when it is necessary, but when, it, when the information it is you are seeking is best to be received. So, speaking to you, I'm providing you with information. You can ask for a sign, for an answer. They can guide you. They cannot tell you how to do things. What, like being a teacher, they're there to guide you. They're there to help you with your decisions, but they cannot tell you. They can see what is coming down the road. They will not forecast for you. They will not give you your answers. They are only there to guide. They are only there to help and assist and save you. And I want to Actually, I don't want to specifically say save, but they are there to assist in situations that might not be so good for us. All they can do is pray for us, and you can ask them to pray for us. If you're in a situation where you feel you need assistance from God, they are also available to pray as you're setting up your prayers. They can also send us theirs. Angels, as I said, can appear to us in a physical being. We may not always see them. We can see them with our mind's eye. Archangels, in my in my existence, in my practice. I have seen the different colors. I have felt their vibrations through meditation. You can call on specific angels. For example, if I call on Archangel Michael, who is a protector, who if in the, if you are in an area or a situation where you need immediate protection, guidance, and help, call on Archangel Michael. He is everywhere. Now, if I call on Archangel Michael and say, for instance, you, you would like to call on Archangel Michael, we don't have to schedule with him and say, okay, I'm going to have him from 6.30 this evening to 6.40, and then you need to schedule, well, get him at 6.40, he'll be around when he's done with me. No, these archangels, these angels can be everywhere, simultaneously, helping you. Sending, you know, you can think of it as splitting themselves and sending themselves everywhere, piece of themselves can be with you, they can be with me, he can be with uh, 
other family members. You can send the angels other places. You can send as many angels as you'd like. I would like 10,000 angels to be sent to um, my friend who is going to have a test done. You know, it might be a health test. 10,000 angels to help them with that problem. I would like 10 million angels to go to Nepal and to help those in need. To guide them and, and provide light to make them feel better, I would like 10 million angels of happiness to go to, you know, pick another place. You can continue to send as many angels. Ask the angels for requests. They cannot do... Um, they cannot do, well, let's see. You can send angels for help and assistance. You can send, bring angels and ask angels for help and assistance. They're not going to do your laundry. They're not going to send you the love of your life. They can't help with bringing you happiness. They can help with bringing you um, out of uh, your funk. You know, if they can help lessen your anxiety. Maybe help shed light on the situation. You can ask for assistance to get through something. Angels do not want to be worshipped. They ask not to be worshipped. But they, you can thank them. That is the best thing that you could do as a human being on this earth is thank them for their service. And, of course, when anything happens, thank you, angels, for coming through. Thank you, angels, for your service. And the best way to even thank them is to continue to ask for more assistance. Send them on their on their jobs, on their journeys. They are here to help us. As I mentioned, Archangel Michael, we've got Archangel Michael, we've got Archangel uh, Gabriel, and Zadkiel, Haniel, Raphael. Raphael was the Archangel of Healing. And I mentioned colors. Jophiel, by the way, I want to throw that one out there, and Uriel. Sanofon also. Metatron. Metatron, I want to bring him up. He's He's interesting. Because he is the only angel, other than Samophon, really, that was once man and made into an angel. Now, we also have uh, Raziel and Raguel as well. And I'm looking through some of my paperwork. I, of course, the angels decide they're going to play a trick on me and they want me to just start going through what I know and how I feel, the angels, you can call on specific angels to help you through situations. If, if you are looking for creativity, if you're looking for um, help with writing, I would call on Gabrielle. Something with communication and announcements. Gabrielle. Now, Gabriel, I'm going to throw this name out here. Why? Because Gabriel, some people think of as a girl, as a female. Some people see Gabriel as male, can be whatever you want them to be. They are actually sexless beings. But we associate with the name, whether it be female or male. Not necessary. We don't need to know. But they're here to help us. As I mentioned, colors. Yeah, practicing in meditation, practicing and connecting with the angels. Not only can you hear them and get that vibration in your ear, some people feel that that ringing sensation, that high-pitched sensation is communicating, is communication actually from the angels. Some people feel that they're getting downloads from the angels 
at that moment. There's information that you should be receiving at that time. Now, color, you happen to see the color blue in a flash, blue and white, possibly. I associate that color with Archangel Michael. There's a friend of mine who does Reiki, Angel Reiki, and she associates that blue and white with Archangel Michael. Sometimes I will see that dark maroon and gold. He has been depicted in those colors as well. And I will get that feeling of seeing that dark maroon and gold and know that Archangel Michael is with me. I have felt in meditation and at times that if I ask for Archangel Michael to come in, the feeling that I receive is that he is behind me and shielding me with his wings, as if being hugged from behind, but not just someone standing behind you. Mind you, imagine a 12-foot being behind you and covering you almost like a tent, like an invisible dome, and shielding you from things that are happening around you. That is the feeling, the feeling of warmth and the feeling of just being held and being safe. It's, it's almost immediate. Now, there's different angels have different feelings. Raphael is very light. That color is green, very, you know, very much associated with the color green. Raphael is also associated with nurses and doctors in the medical field, being that healing angel. And, you know, we can go through all the rest of them as well. And I want to get more specific with each of the angels and actually get into different meditations and communications with those angels as we move down the road. But remember, we can always ask the angels for assistance. We can always ask specific angels for help. If you're looking for information on past lives, you can contact the angels. Um, Raziel. Raziel is the keeper of the Akashic Records, often thought of as the angel of death. Someone has even noted as saying that he kind of reminds me of the Fonz from Happy Days. He looks like one of those 50s greaser guys, you know, pretty laid back. You know, everybody knows him. It's like, hey, he kind of sits off to the side, doesn't say too much, like the Fonz did in the Happy Days episode. Yes, I had to date myself, but that's okay. Look it up, people. The Fonz kind of stayed back. He didn't say too much at first. But then everybody knew who he was. The moment he would step out onto the floor, everyone was around because they knew he had something to say. Archangel Raziel. Note that your angels are here. They're here to guide us. They're here to help us. You can meditate, connect with them. The angel has been so popular of recent, in fact, the recent three or four or five years, that tarot cards have been um, used, have been created with angels, the angel tarot by um, Doreen Virtue and Radley Valentine. We've got the romance angels. We've got uh, power angels, archangels, you know, specific tarot cards for the archangels themselves, you know, books on the angels. We've got, you name it, it's out there. You can have little statues. Angels? Even in Doctor Who, the Weeping Angels. Yes, I just, um, it's out there. Angels are depicted everywhere. They are all around us, whether it be physical, whether it be spiritually around us. We can feel them. We can feel that breeze past our ear from behind. We know someone's watching. But I know that 
I physically have seen one. I'll give you that story at another time. We have so much more information to talk about. We've got so many other topics to touch. I appreciate you contacting and listening to me here on Blog Talk Radio. I look forward to talking to you in the next episode. Again, reach out to me on Facebook at Real Metaphysical Talk. I am your host, Joan, and I offer you angel blessings. Have a good evening.